Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show discussing the 49ers game plan game plan versus the Los Angeles Rams. And boy, are these teams familiar with each other. Uh, there was three games last year with the same coordinators pretty much intact. A little bit of change on the offense, but whenever Sean McVay is calling plays, you kind of understand what you're going to get out of it. Uh, but I went back and watched Week 10, Week 18, and the NFC Championship game. I've watched the Rams' most recent game against the Arizona Cardinals. I think I have a pretty good grip on what the 49ers are going to try to do in this football game to go ahead and defeat the Los Angeles Rams. Of course, last week was really tough going against the Denver Broncos. That defense was absolutely fantastic. But the Rams defense is not as good. They've had key losses from last season on the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive side as well. The most glaring, of course, is Vaughn Miller. Without Von Miller being there, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for the Rams to put on pressure the way they were able to put on pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC Championship game. That's number one. They have, however, added Bobby Wagner. They had a real problem at the linebacker position last year with Reader, uh, but putting Wagner in there means you've got a perennial all-pro caliber player who can help in the run game. So the Rams decided to go a different route as far as how they spend their money, less with pressure or with someone playing linebacker. Uh, Wagner's a good one. He's going to understand offensive concepts. He's going to be a coach out on the field. That's something the four years are going to have to navigate through. But let's go through a little bit about the Los Angeles Rams 
and then exactly how the 49ers plan to attack. First off, Sean McVay, of course, is the coach. I think everyone's familiar with him. No one's going to forget week 18, him running down to the end zone to celebrate with Higby and the rest of his team as they go up big on the 49ers, as he feels like he's finally putting Kyle Shanahan away. Shanahan's not going to get to the playoffs. Of course, we know how that all turned out with the 49ers coming back in the second half and getting over and beating Sean McVay. Uh, so McVay, he understands Kyle Shanahan's principles. They run a very similar offense. They've had multiple stops together as coaches. So there is a lot of familiarity with what both want to do on offense, which translates to both sides of the ball. Now, the offensive coordinator this year is Liam Cohn for uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Last year, he was Kentucky Wildcats offensive coordinator. And then now he's back. He used to be a receivers coach for the Rams. So he's well-equipped uh, to handle what the 49ers do defensively. He's seen it a lot. Now, of course, things have changed. The defense is different from Robert Sala uh, to D'Amico Ryans, but also from even the talent that the 49ers had in 2021. When you're talking about the Rams defense potentially not being as good, you could argue the 49ers defense has gotten even better. Uh, so that's going to play a big part in this football as, as game as well, where last year uh, there were weaknesses with Aubrey Thomas or Josh Norman playing corner opposite Emmanuel Mosley. Now it's a strength with Charvarius Ward. Uh, Jimmy Ward has been a big part of this, you know, this, Overall, this competition between these two teams over the last couple of years, he's not there. But Hufong has been playing at an all-time level, and Kayshawn Gibson's played pretty good. Uh, so the 49ers got to feel comfortable about their secondary moving in. There are injuries, of course, especially to the 49ers that are going to need to be talked about a little bit on the Rams side. We'll get into that as well. But uh, you have Liam Cohen as the offensive coordinator, and then the defensive coordinator for the Rams is Raheem Morris. Morris, of course, has been a head coach in this league. He's been a defensive coordinator. Uh, for multiple teams. He has a really good understanding of defensive concepts, and he did some really good things against Kyle Shanahan last year. It was an ultimate chess match week to week to week. Most of the times, Kyle Shanahan was able to adjust enough to beat the Rams. Of course, in that Week 10 matchup, he just did a lot. Uh, they were ready for everything Morris was going to do. They were ready for that five-man line, and they absolutely took advantage of it. In, week, in, the, in the Week 18 matchup, the Rams came out and had a different game plan, and it threw Kyle Shanahan off early in that football game. He eventually adjusted. The adjustment was, let's let Jimmy Garoppolo throw the football. Let's spread this defense horizontally and get the ball out. And as long as my offensive line can hold ground long enough, uh, they had opportunities which they took advantage of, and then that opened the run game in the second half. Debo with a big run. Um, so there was a lot of things that happened in Week 18, but you've seen them progress uh, the defense progressed the way the Rams handled going against Kyle Shannon. By the time we got to the NFC Championship game, they're like, you know what? Six, seven guys on the line of scrimmage. Kyle, you're gonna be if you're gonna find a way to beat us, it's not gonna be with the run game. It's not gonna be, you know, able to just completely spread us out because we know Jimmy Garoppolo can't make those throws outside. We know he can't make those throws vertically down the field, which he did miss George Kittle over the middle of the field in the NFC Championship game, which would have been a touchdown. So what they did was they completely packed everyone in the middle. And they said, look, here's here's six guys at the line of scrimmage. You can't run the ball, and you can't find guys open over the middle. It's going to be difficult for you. You don't have the time because we have Vaughn Miller and we have Leonard Floyd. Uh, they don't have Vaughn Miller now. They do have Leonard Floyd, so he's going to be a big part of it. Uh, and they have Aaron freaking Donald. And anytime you have Aaron Donald, you have to worry about it. But let's talk about how the 49ers attack this defense. Number one, it's going to be a little bit more difficult with where Aaron Donald lines up. In the NFC Championship game, they moved him all over the place, lined up on... You know, out on Trent Williams, he would line up on Lakin Tomlinson. Um, when it was Week 18, they lined him up on Colton McKivitz. Colton McKivitz is starting again. Now, if you're worried about 40 yards offensive line not being strong, 
Just remember that in week 10 last year, Jalen Moore started at a right tackle, 49ers won 31 to 10. In week 18, Colton McKivitt started, and the 49ers beat the Rams as well. And the NFC Championship game, it was Tom Compton. So Compton was in week 18 and the NFC Championship game. They never had a full offensive line. They're not going to have one again. You're missing Trent Williams again, so it's a lot like week 18. The difference is you do have Mike McGlinchey. Um, but you have young guys in the interior that I'm sure Aaron Donald's going to want to take advantage of. If it's Jake Brendel at center, you got to worry about Aaron Donald lining up in a zero tech and just absolutely pushing him back into the quarterback's lap because the strength that Donald has is, is kind of a, a bad matchup for Brendel because Brendel can't anchor against big-time strong players. Uh, quickness, being able to get out there, that's fine. If he's reach-blocking on Aaron Donald, we have a better situation. Um, he's going to need a lot of help. Banks and Burford are going to have to help, and the foreigners are going to have to scheme things up to take pressure off. Here's the problem with scheming up wham blocks and trap blocks is being able to locate Aaron Donald pre-snap. That's going to be difficult. If the Rams move him around, it's going to be harder to take advantage of him. And one of the reasons Harbaugh was able to take advantage of Ndamukong Sue uh, back when they played and be able to wham block him and things is you knew where he was going to be. He was stationary. If you ran strong the right, he was going to be here. If you ran strong left, he was going to be here. Uh, and knowing those things pre-snap is important. Not knowing is going to be hard. So I look for the Rams to move Aaron Donald around pretty consistently, making it more difficult for this 49ers offensive line and for Kyle Shannon to know where he's coming from. So understanding that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to make reads when he gets to the line of scrimmage, he's going to be up to, you know, get you in the right play. He's going to have to can some plays and really take advantage. Now, I think it is a good scenario for the 49ers run game if Donald lines up outside. So if Raheem Morris decides to put Aaron Donald outside on Colton McKivitz, that's a win for the 49ers. Number one, you can then run the ball somewhere else, and Colton McKivitz can handle himself good enough in the run to be able to handle Aaron Donald. Um, so you can check to that. You can can a play and go to a run there. Uh, that is a good situation. What we don't want is Aaron Donald lined up in the middle on Jake Brendel, absolutely blowing things up with the two edge rushers coming off the outside. That's not a good situation for the 49ers. Um, but if you get Donald on one side, you can easily flip the play. If you guys have ever heard... They say, you know, Kyle Shanahan calls a pass play. They come up and Donald's lined up on Colton McKivitz. You can hear a can followed by an Oscar. Uh, can, 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 can. Uh, flipping it to a run play. And then Oscar flipping it away from Aaron Donald. Those are things you can do. Um, the other thing you can do that throws people off is, and I know I love to do this as an offensive coordinator, is you run at Aaron Donald. So if the play was designed to go to the right and he's lined up on Colton McKivitz, run at him. Sometimes that's the best way to limit a really, really good football player is to get aggressive at him and let offensive tackles and guards go in there and double and push him off a point. Sometimes that's just a better situation. So don't always run away from him. That will also keep the defense honest. The other thing that Jimmy Garoppolo has to do that he had huge success week 18 and the NFC Championship game is hard counts. The Los Angeles Rams are so intent on being aggressive against this 49ers team because they've been bullied for, you know, Pretty much six of the last seven matchups, they got bullied. They want to be aggressive. They want to get off the ball. They want to impose will. Take advantage of their eagerness to want to get across the ball. Get some free plays. Get some free yardage. So 49ers offensive line has to play better than they have. Jake Brindle uh, was offsides, and that's the reason we had a fumble. Uh, he was a tick slow. You can't have that situation again. So the 49ers need to make sure they take advantage of that. But overall, find the bubbles in the defense. The Week 10 matchup, Kyle Shanahan found the bubble which was off tackle. They have the outside edge rusher. He lined up off the ball uh, just outside, about a yard outside of our last man on the line of scrimmage. Then they have their defensive tackle playing a five tech. There's a huge difference between that. That means basically he's lined up inside on the tackle. 
you have a huge bubble there. If you can get a kick down and a kick out, which they used to motion Jeff Wilson Jr. and kick the guy out, double team that edge guy and create a bigger lane. That was the first plan. Then the second plan was they ran the counter off that. They showed the same sort of look. But this time when Jeff Wilson Jr. came in motion across, what they would do was they would release the tight end to go back the other way, leading in the hole. You would get the same look and then you run a counter action back the other way. It was a great team implementation. As soon as you got that edge rusher, knowing he had to take on these guys uh, continually and set that edge, he didn't squeeze it down and it left opportunities for the four yards to go the other way. So creative run game is good. I think the four yards are going to have to use a variety of different things, all the way from outside zone, which I think will set up their bootlegs, which they need to bring back. That's something Jimmy Garoppolo does well. And that also moves linebackers and creates lanes for him to be able to throw the football. That's number one. Number two, they need to run gap scheme. That means pulling offensive linemen so that way they can get an advantage in certain areas. So double team at the point of attack and pull somebody else to help give help. Use Kyle Juszczyk, use George Kittle in wham blocks. Wham blocks are when you have a player that is not a lineman that institutes a trap. You have a, you know, a tight end or a fullback that can do it. Allow that defensive lineman to come up field. Is Aaron, if it's Aaron Donald, great. The Arizona tried to do that. If you haven't seen my scouting report video, go watch that on Patreon. You can see that. And then institute that. So it needs to be a variety of different run attacks to keep the Rams off balance. Raheem Morris, when the 49ers go with a Kyle Juszczyk in the game with a running back, he's going to put six guys on the line of scrimmage. He's going to muddy up the middle of the field, and he's going to make Jimmy Garoppolo beat him outside, or he's going to make this run game be able to run against them. Of course, the first inclination for Kyle Shannon is going to want to be get on the edge, and he's right, getting on the edge. However, Raheem Morris would bring in guys up on the outside and trying to make the 49ers run into that mud that's on the inside. But being able to establish that outside is going to be important. One way you do that is the way Kyle has handled it over week 18 and the NFC Championship game. And that was with tunnel screens and smoke screens to the outside. Those are extensions of the run game. Get the ball out. Let them create a play in the open field. Debo scored a touchdown that way. Those are things you can do if they continue to try to muddy up. Here's another thing you can do. You bring in choice routes. That means these receivers get to uh, dictate what their route is off of leverage of the defensive player. So, a nickel corner is playing you to the inside, you can break to the outside. Jimmy Garoppolo has to realize exactly what he's seeing at and get the ball out. Choice routes are important. Also, running whip routes and post-corner routes, things that make you feel like you're going inside, get a safety to feel comfortable being in the middle of the field, get a nickel corner comfortable with the play going to the middle of the field because the 49ers do it so much, and then allowing Jimmy Garoppolo to actually get the ball out outside the hashes and between the numbers and the sideline. Those are areas that they're going to be able to attack. If they do that, and it's not something Jimmy's really good at, but if they can do that consistently, they will widen these Rams out. They will widen them vertically. And then what you'll get is an offense that's going to be able to find places in the middle of the field. Also, implement RPO. It's time for them to implement RPO, especially with Debo Samuel in the backfield. Get a read option type look with Jimmy Garoppolo and with Debo Samuel, get those linebackers moving. They have to move to stop Debo. Get them moving horizontally. That is going to provide lanes for him to be able to throw to backside receivers. I'm also asking for them to put in a second level of this. I know you don't want offensive linemen getting downfield, but running a, a two-slant concept where you have a second level on the RPO is something the 49ers have done before. Do that again. Have a Brandon Ayuk running inside on the nickel corner. Have somebody else like Juwan Jennings running another route, or even George Kittle on the outside. That two levels concept on the RPO 
will put even more stress on the defense and the safety. He may be able to take away the first guy with a robber, but that second guy's going to have one-on-one on the outside. Now, it could be on Jalen Ramsey, which makes it more difficult, but if you put a speed guy like Danny Gray on the other side, it might make them think twice about doing that, or even Ayuk on the other side with Jawan Jennings and George Kittle on the other. So those are some things to think about offensively. Ways to attack that defense, because it's all going to be about unmuddying the middle of that field. Kyle Shanahan proved he doesn't care. He's going to run the football against that set. Well, that means you're going to have volume carries. In week 10, 44 carries for this 49ers offense. Look for them to try to do that again. I don't think they're going to get 44, but I think the target is 35 to 40 carries for this 49ers offense in a variety of different ways. Hello, reverses, taking advantage of the Rams' aggressiveness. Hello, Jordan Mason, getting some carries in this game. I think it's important if he does uh, because you need guys that are going to be able to fall forward for yardage. It's going to be tough sledding in the middle of the field early in this game until Jimmy established himself being able to make those plays that we talked about earlier, getting outside the numbers where it's open. Remember, as an offensive coordinator, you're trying to attack a weakness of the defense, and if a defense is taking away the middle, that means the weakness of the defense is the outside and vertically. Jimmy Garoppolo, not really great at those, but he can win outside. We've seen him hit those choice routes. George Kittle in the New Orleans game, where he has the big play. George Kittle's down to the 30. Those plays are available. You've got to be able to take advantage of them. And the Rams like to run a lot of three safety looks and bring wrap up to play nickel corner. That's not a good situation for them. 49ers will win those. Also, when they run blitzes, they a lot of times like to drop off their, their outside linebacker. When you find those situations, he's matched on on Kittle or on Kyle Juszczyk. Those have to be hot reads for Jimmy Garoppolo. Those matchup issues where you get linebackers on these skill players have to be hot route issues. So that's how the 49ers attack on offense. Now, defense with Matthew Stafford, it's being able to put pressure on Matthew Stafford with four guys. Don't want to have to blitz consistently. What you want to do, though, is bring blitzes here and there. You get a third and 15, a third and 12. Bring a blitz. Matthew Stafford will see the blitz, and he'll try to get the ball out quickly underneath, and then you rally and make a tackle with the sticks. That's how you get off the field. But the only way you do that is stopping the run. One of the big differences between Week 18, Week 8, uh, I'm sorry, Week 10, Week 18, and the NFC Championship game was in the NFC Championship game, Cam Akers got the run game going. The Rams were able to run the football on the 49ers, which they haven't been able to do. Now, this year's Rams team hasn't ran the ball very good. They've had moments. Henderson has been the main guy carrying the ball because Akers is missing holes. You go and watch the scouting report video, I go over him missing holes against Arizona. But the 49ers need to limit the run game early. If they do that, and the Rams have to start against it, uh, you know, second and nine, a third and eight, those are going to be good situations for the 49ers. But how do you do that and then still stop the pass? One of the easy ways is go ahead and bring Talano Ufonga into the box a lot. Bring Tayshawn Gibson in the box and make Matthew Stafford figure out if they're coming, they're there to stop the run, or if they're falling off on Cooper Cup. Now, what uh, Sean McVay is going to do to counteract this, he's going to try to put Cooper Cup in motion, get him moving across formation, get your eyes to watch him. Seeing if a guy goes with him. Is it man coverage? Is it zone? He's going to try to get you to tip. So you, what you need to do is stay pat. Uh, keep keep the design simple, but I try to throw him off with coverage shells. Run different looks to confuse him. Matthew Stafford will get confused, and it will take him a second. He'll hold the ball a tick late, and then you'll be able to get home, and that's going to be one of the keys. But bracketing coverage and, and also doubling at times, Cooper Cup is a way to go. If you watch my game preview show, I said, keeping the cup half empty. 
I'm okay with Cooper Cup getting 75 yards uh, and no touchdowns or 75 yards and one touchdown. That's limiting Cooper Cup because you're not going to stop him. The problem is you can't let him have these huge games where he gets off. Now, they aren't. They don't have Robert Woods. They don't have Odell Beckham Jr. They don't have Van Jefferson, who is hurt. But what you got on the outsides is the, uh, they got Robinson, who they brought in, which is great. Allen Robinson's a good wide receiver. You have Traverse Ward. You have Emmanuel Mosley. You should be able to handle Allen Robinson. Now, is he going to make a couple catches? Sure. Uh, but you're going to be able to limit him. I don't think you know, he's going to be able to go off without that third guy because they have Ben Skoranek, who you don't worry about. You should be able to man up Mosley and Traverse Ward on Skoranek. The key for Skoranek, though, is going to be him playing in the backfield. He's an absolute menace when he's playing fullback in pass concepts. Comes out, you think it's a run play on a play action, and then he's screaming down the field. It's a tough matchup for a linebacker. It's a tough matchup for a safety. So locating Skoranek pre-snap in obvious run looks is going to be something the 49ers definitely have to do, uh, but they can. So my game plan for the 49ers defense is to confuse Matthew Stafford with different looks. Um, never let him know what's going to go on. Put Tal Nohu Fong and Tayshawn Gibson in the box from time to time. Let them help take away the run game, but also fall off underneath a Cooper Cup when he's in the nickel or when he's in the slot. I'm sorry. Uh, and just give your guys help. Give Womack and Lenore that help that they need. And then also bring in timely blitzes. It can't be that often. Stafford does really well against blitzes. But on third and long, third, 12, and 16, uh, that area, if you've had a big play that got them against the sticks, bring a blitz. That'll quicken his clock. He will get the ball out early, and then you'll be able to rally and make tackles at the sticks. Getting off the field on third down is hugely important for the 49ers. So it's not a rocket science way of handling Sean McVay. You know what he's going to do. You know a big emphasis is going to be on moving Cooper Cup to try to reveal what your defense is doing. Understanding that and then not and then adjusting later is one of the keys for this. D'Amico Ryans understands what to do against Sean McVay. Kyle Shannon understands how Raheem Morris is going to play him. Uh, everything has been figured out now. Uh, I don't think Raheem Morris has another card to fool. He showed what he had. He did it in the NFC Championship game. Now Kyle Shannon has to prove that he can def defeat that caliber of defense and that style. It's a different defense, different offense, because when it comes down to it, Andrew uh, Whitworth is not there. No boom has been struggling. The Warriors are going to be able to get edge pressure. That offensive line is not that great. Um, they're definitely not as good as last year. The Niners are going to have opportunity. So this is going to be a fun game to watch going to be exciting i hope you enjoyed the game plan video this is how the four yards plan to attack los angeles rams in my opinion and i think that the los angeles rams have given a lot you know in, in showing how to stop the 49ers they've done a really good job and the niners are going to have to prove that they can go execute this and jimmy garoppolo is going to have to go prove he can execute at a different rate than he normally would uh, completing outside and some on the vertical especially on the corner routes going to be something he's going to need to do most corners double moves things like that um, there are open windows to be able to throw the ball against this Los Angeles Rams team, but the 49ers need to go out there and execute. Do they need to run the football? Yes. Does it need to be the one of the most creative schemes? Yes. Uh, run it all. Power O. Gap scheme. Uh, do it all. Uh, outside zone. Inside zone. Whatever you got to do with wham blocking it all. Let it all hang out. Hit these tunnel screens. Go horizontal on offense at times. Uh, it's going to be something the Niners have to do, and I think if they do this, they have a good enough football team to beat the Rams. Of course, on my game preview show, I picked the Niners to win 20 to 16. I think that rings true after all the film study that I've done, um, but it's going to be tight. And I think this is going to be a tough game. Can Jimmy Garoppolo make enough plays? I think he can. Can Colton McKivitz hold up at the left tackle spot? I think he can, but it's all going to get proven on Monday night. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself. And I'll see you on Sunday for the game reaction show. It's going to be 
a lot of fun. So stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.